Blog Talk Radio. and you're listening to Live Without Limits and Dreams Come True with the right mindset coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. And today's presentation is titled This Flash. Being vulnerable is one of your greatest strengths. Many people associate the idea of being vulnerable with weakness, hurt, fear, and even being betrayal. Unfortunately, this often means we turn away from vulnerability to protect ourselves and our hearts. And every day, everything you do, when you show emotion, you are being vulnerable. Yet, being emotionally vulnerable can bring your relationships closer. Foster greater understanding and create deeper level of love and intimacy. It can also help you better understand yourself. Pushing away shame and allowing empathy and strength to shine through. In, in this presentation, we're going to explore why vulnerability is truly your greatest strength and not a weakness. And how embracing vulnerability can lead to a more fulfilling life. The thing is, when you look at the difference between men and women, men show vulnerability and emotion just as much as women do. But because of the male ego, Many are taught not to be vulnerable and not to show emotion. The thing is that showing emotion really shows you how much caring there is. In respect, what does being vulnerable mean? Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and to be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage, said Bern Brown. So what is vulnerability exactly? Embracing vulnerability means letting down your guard and allowing your emotional barriers to fall. Saying I love you or apologizing are examples of emotional vulnerability, but they aren't the only ones. Telling someone that you're hurt is also embracing vulnerability. It's opening up and discussing your emotions rather than suppressing them or letting them fester. And it feels really 
of face to do some of this stuff, especially if you've grown up in an environment where emotions weren't discussed or where perhaps you were told to not care so much or to suck it up. The truth is vulnerability actually puts you in a position where you could be hurt. This is where vulnerability takes courage. For some of us, it's tough to let people in. Now, talking about vulnerability without mention of burn brown is like throwing a birthday party without a cake. If you've just begun driving into the embracing vulnerability and the power that it holds, Burn Browns, the power of vulnerability, TED Talk is a must-watch. Brown touches on human connection and how vulnerability, shame, courage, and empathy are all intertwined. Similarly, what we're going to discuss further in this presentation. The thing is, so many times we're afraid to show our vulnerability because we're afraid of being mocked. And in today's age, especially with social media, if you go online and you express your vulnerability, what happens? You get slammed and pushed and, and abused online. And, and they do it as much as anything because they themselves are afraid to show their emotions, but it's also a situation where because they don't see you and they don't know you, then it makes it easy for them to do and say things to vent their anger that they're really expressing towards themselves. So why is vulnerability your strength? Bren Brown emphasizes that the importance of courage when it comes to embracing vulnerability, it takes great strength to let down your guard and to let someone else know how you feel, whether that's positive or negative. Experts further theorize that vulnerability can even help us understand ourselves better, allowing us to process and work through our emotions. In turn, you end up with better emotional regulation, improved emotional health, and connection and enhanced mental health. Being emotionally vulnerable further helps us become more resilient. It helps us understand new perspectives and truly embrace the authentic self. With vulnerability, you stand loud and proud, saying this is who I am and this is how I feel. Now, Understanding yourself and who you are and who understanding how to get rid of that mask, you know, 
a part of our personality is what's our true self, what's our self that we put the mask on to make people think we're one way, and then what's the combination of all three. And this was something that I learned about when I first learned how to use the DISC or the personal profile system. And based on certain expressions or certain words, um, you're given a opportunity to pick one, and it can tell whether you're a high D, which is a dominant personality that likes to control everything, or whether you're a high I, when you have good interpersonal skills, and the D and the I are two people that are as much anything extroverts. And then you have the S, which is the steadiness personality, and that person looks at things and literally follows the, they're a, a rule follower rather than someone who's going to go at, out the lines or try to, to, to figure out where, where the limits are because they, they will just listen to what's being done. And then you've got the C, which is the conscientious person, and this person questions everything before they have an answer and need to know all the answers before they make a decision. Now, these two, the S and the C, are very much introverts, but here's the thing. We have all these different personality types within us, and what's our strength and what our weaknesses determines how we react to the world and how we show our vulnerability and whether or not we're going to wear that mask and not let other people see who we truly are or whether we're going to be very open. It doesn't mean that your feelings can't change or that you're seeing the intention of the other person. Vulnerability helps you to determine if this is so. It's simply an expression, a way to communicate, and a way to improve communication so individuals can understand each other better. In many ways, vulnerability is the basic foundation of successful, healthy, and long-term relationships. But this isn't the only way vulnerability benefits you or others. Vulnerability can also shine through in leadership, allowing us to trust someone to guide us and to navigate the good and the bad. So how is vulnerability in leadership strength? See, I think many times people, when they look at leaders, they don't want to accept that they can they deal with things from a different way too, and all depending on their personality. So as a leader, you need to know when to admit that you're wrong. This is being vulnerable. You also need to be able to give appropriate feedback, which is also being vulnerable. Plus, a leader should lead by example, showing others 
how they should act or express themselves. Vulnerability is a key ingredient here also. It further gives way to a higher level of trust, which again is undeniably an important part of leadership. Many world leaders did a great job in this during the pandemic. They expressed their fears while also instilling confidence that their country would get through this time. Always remember this, that being vulnerable means a lot of things to a lot of different people in different ways. And being vulnerable means that you can show vulnerability, but also be aware that it's up to you to decide how you are going to react in a different situation because when you do and when you find yourself, then it's you need to understand how to utilize it and to manage it. So let's look at it this way. What are the benefits of being vulnerable? Well, we've already discussed some benefits of being vulnerable about, about here. There's more. Other benefits of opening up your world and embracing vulnerability, reduced stress, enhanced mental and emotional health, improved self-esteem, building trust in relationships, improving empathy and understanding, being better, able to work together, increased personal awareness and accountability, enhanced personal growth. Maybe by now you're wondering how vulnerable in a relationship or how to be more vulnerable so you can reap these benefits as well as build healthy relationships. So keep reading or rather keep listening and uncover how you can start embracing vulnerability starting today. And that is the key word. How do you accept vulnerability and how do you look at it and take it as a meaning for you and understanding how to take it and manage it. This is something that we may not always think about, but it's so important in the life that we lead today. So let's look at some other things that we can do. For instance, how to be more vulnerable when scary. It's undeniable that vulnerability has various benefits for our relationships and overall wellness. So how can we begin embracing vulnerability? One, 
express what you're thinking or feeling. No, this doesn't mean lashing out when angry or hurt. It simply means using clear communication to express your needs and wants. The truth is that others can't read your minds. No matter how much we wish they could, thus, it's up to us to open up, avoid being defensive and insensitive what we're thinking and feeling to the other person. Always remember, you have to be willing to open up yourself to be vulnerable. If you don't know how to open yourself up and you're closed, then what you're doing is you're isolating yourself. But in a lot of ways, I've done that to myself simply because I grew up in a home where there was a lot of physical, mental, and emotional abuse. And my way of dealing with it and protecting myself and knowing that it would be easy for me to end up in a relationship like that because that was my comfort zone as a child, I knew that is not what I wanted. And because I was not open, because I don't always, I'm not a, I, I'm trained, but at the same time, I'm not that great at reading people in relationships that I needed to be extra, extra, extra careful to make sure that I was not going to be in a relationship where I was abused. And for many reasons, I ended up alone. And there are times when I think, how would my life have been different? But I also know that in certain respects, the the road that I took was the right one for me because it taught me to be very, very independent. And I can be vulnerable with people and very caring for people, but I also had to be very protective because I did, I, it, it hurt me so bad to be grow up in a home where I was being hit almost every day for something that probably was not even my uh, fault, but someone else's, but just simply because they wanted me totally dependent on them. And I was a very, very independent person. And they, they looked at it as I'm stubborn and they're going to beat it out of me. And you know what? It didn't work. Ask for what you need. We are all so programmed to avoid asking for help and asking for another to lean on. Yet relationships are built on this. And sometimes we all need a little help. And as previously mentioned, someone might not know what you need at any given moment. Sure, they might try, but they could easily miss the mark unless you ask for it. So don't shy away from this. When you're in need, ask for help. Be present. 
many of us spend life rushing off from one thing to another. When conflict arises, we see it as an inconvenience that is wasting our precious time in this and is this serving us absolutely not. During conversations and disagreements, stay present. Don't bring up past issues of conflicts. Instead, listen to the other person and express your feelings also. Only those regarding the present issue at hand. This is all about giving a relationship the time and attention it deserves. And when you do so, being emotionally vulnerable is easier. You both feel heard and understood, which are the foundations to moving forward from any issue. Accept your emotions. This is a hard one. Sometimes we logically might even disagree with our own emotions, which can throw a whole other wrench into the mix and make you shy away from wanting to express yourself. Yet shame is something that is so toxic in relationships that others and yourself. This is why it's sometimes hard to be vulnerable because of that, that fear of someone taking advantage of you and using you and mocking you. But sometimes when, you, when people are really present with you, when they're right there with you, when you're telling the story and you're being vulnerable, then it evokes emotion. It's like recently, um, someone that I follow on Instagram and Twitter, recently his, his son passed away suddenly, and because all the fans of theirs as a couple would Follow them, and, and it's, when you, you, you kind of feel when, you, when it's an entertainer or someone that you, you've watched on television, like they don't know who you are, but you feel like you know who they are. And so what happens? It's like you'll go on their accounts, and you will express your condolences and, and, and your feeling of, of sadness for them. Because if you've gotten to know them through their channels, then you can kind of get a feeling for who they are and how sensitive they are and, and where they're at. And often those kind of things leave someone vulnerable and you can just look at the expression on their face and you can tell that there's something going on in their heads. So. This is exactly where acceptance comes into play. Fully accepting yourself and your emotions offers a vector for you to open up 
it makes it okay. After all, nobody's perfect. We're all just humans trying to navigate through the chaos called life. And often how we deal with that affects who we are. And sometimes, especially when someone has an addictive behavior, when they're going through things in their head and they're talking to themselves, which is common, and things that we all do, then you get really emotional and you're putting and you're getting very vulnerable. And sometimes it's the hardest thing to deal with. And people will either turn to drugs and alcohol so they don't have to face up to what's going on in their heads. And that's why it's often so important at times to seek out someone whether it's a therapist, whether it's a friend, whether it's someone that you can just talk to that can, can help you process those things that's going on in your head and how you relate to what's happening. So, yet shame is something that is so toxic in a relationship with others and yourself that it's hard to open up and be vulnerable at times. And this is exactly where acceptance comes into play. Fully accepting yourself and your emotions offers a vector for you to open up. It makes it okay. After all, nobody's perfect. We're all just humans trying to navigate through the chaos that we call life. So begin embracing vulnerability. Yes, it's scary, yet some of the scariest things in life that take the greatest amount of courage can lead to the best pass. In many ways, being emotionally vulnerable is a form of self-care and self-love. It forces you to be honest and open, which are critical pieces of loving yourself and building healthy connections. And that's the biggest thing is building good, strong connections where you are there with someone and you really understand where they're coming from. And what I'm going to quickly go through is talk about vulnerability management because this is something that we really need to learn. Vulnerability management is the ongoing regular process of identifying, assessing, reporting on, managing, and remediating cyber vulnerabilities across the endpoints, workloads, and systems. Typically, a security team will leverage vulnerability management to detect vulnerabilities and utilize different processes to patch or remediate them. Now, what are the difference between vulnerability, a risk, and a threat? A vulnerability 
is defined as the intentional organization. A standardization is a weakness of an asset or a group of assets that can be exploited by one or more threats. And that's the thing. When you are being vulnerable, you're leaving yourself open. And by leaving yourself open, then what are you doing? You're putting you are letting people see what you really, really feel. And for so many people, what do they do? They hide those feelings. They hide those emotions. They hide where they're coming from. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is I have a program that's called Change Your Thoughts, Transform Your Life. And some of the things that we talk about is toxic relationships because those toxic relationships can affect whether or not you're going to be vulnerable in certain situations or not. And you can go to my the domain name, join, wait a minute, changeyourthoughtschallenge.com forward slash Join the challenge.